Hello and welcome to Stuff About Energy Production. This podcast is brought to you by Kimray, where we help energy producers solve their biggest control challenges. You can check us out at kimray.com for more training resources, quick tips, and helpful things like that. My name is Curtis. I'm here with Kyle in studio. How are you, Kyle? I'm doing well, Curtis. How are you? I'm great. And producer Denny as well. Uh, hey, Denny. <laughs> oh, hey. Sorry, I was on mute. That's right. And... Uh, Joining us from across the Red River is Brady Holster. Brady's a Kimray area sales manager at our store in Wichita Falls, Texas. Did I get all that right, Brady? Yes, sir. That's me. So, Brady, you came up, and <laughs> I didn't realize how much you were up here, I guess, but but uh, you're planning on coming up again this week. But you came up on, what, Monday? Filmed a little video about the liquid level controller, the pneumatic liquid level controller. Oh, what did I say? Controller? Liquid level switch. <laughs> oh. switch. I didn't realize that was the symbol for switch. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, no. me and Denny are over here wi- wiggling our down. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the switch. Trying to, trying to make it more subtle. <laughs> okay. All right, so Brady, it's your first time on. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, where you grew up, uh, any hobbies, things like that, how you ended up at Kim Ray? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I grew up right here in Wichita Falls, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised. I've been here my whole life. After I graduated high school, I went to Midwestern State University here, and I found out that the classroom is not for me. <laughs> so um, I was engaged, and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I found a job at Control Equipment yeah. when I was about 20 years old. Wow. I started in the back in the shop, uh, sweeping the floors and taking out trash and doing whatever was needed, moving boxes, and uh, started on the repair on the repair bench. And I was there for about six or seven years, at just doing repairs and and helping customers that walked in the building. And then uh, I kind of started the inside sales role where I was answering phones more, making tickets, and that route. I've been working with Kimray products for now for about 17 years. We got bought in, I think it was December of yeah. 20, uh-huh. maybe. Uh-huh. And now I'm doing the area sales manager job, which is just more of the customer interaction, um, yeah. finding the needs of the customer and trying to help them out. I bet, I bet that background, um, just knowing the products in and out, you said you've been doing it 17 years, which is uh, we were talking off air. That's as long as you've been married. So like, you're very intimate with these products. <laughs> the, uh, yes, the background yes. of like knowing exactly what's going on inside there, um, probably helps you a lot when you're, when you're talking with customers, right? Yes, sir. Um, and that's the way we train here in Wichita Falls is, uh, that workbench is not an enemy. It's a friend. It's, it's where you learn more on the day to day than you do actually answering the phone that bench you have to problem solve. Sometimes you put it together the way it's supposed to, and it still doesn't work because of something, something's off here or there. I can, I can attest to that. So (laughs) when I first met Brady, this was in 2015, um, Breck and myself went down to Wichita Falls to spend some time there. And uh, this is like at the beginning of my product journey and just learning about product, about, you know, what Kim Ray does, about oil and gas. And uh, Breck and I went down there, spent some time with Scott and, and Brady and Kenny. And uh, we were at the workbench for a day, you know, breaking down stuff, repairing stuff, building packages. And uh, 
Wichita Falls is kind of a unique store in that everybody kind of does a little bit of everything, you know, but I always thought it was really cool that I got to learn from them. And (laughs) I heard uh, Brady from Kyle Carter. He was up here a few months ago. uh, And I heard from him that uh, you're, you're, you're telling people that you taught me everything I know, which mm. might be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I think he's, I think he's lying on that one, <laughs> but, uh, but I'll but take credit for that. Sure. I did learn, I did learn a lot while I was down there. And, uh, so yeah, you do deserve some credit for that. So speaking of, so that rumors made its way around so much that we were like, well, we need to get Brady on videos, obviously, because he's exactly. the real, <laughs> he's the OG genius. Yeah, I mean. So, um, so, so Brady, we, we got to, to talk with you on Monday. You came, you crossed the river and came on up and, uh, and we did a video on the liquid level switch, the CUA, uh, and, so just a little bit about, just kind of background about how a, a video ends up getting made at Kim Ray for our, our YouTube channel. Uh, Brady, why don't you share that story a little bit? Where'd this start? I had a customer uh, that I was doing a school for, and it was um, on, a, on another valve. It was the, uh, the pressure reducing valve, the 230PR. And they started using the liquid level switch and we're talking about YouTube and how, how much they use it on a daily basis out in the field, pulling up, Hey, Kimmery has a video for that. We can, we can use that as a, as a help guide. And so he's like, do you have one on the level switch? And I said, I, I don't know. I haven't looked for it. And we Googled it, couldn't find it. And I said, well, I can find out for you. And that's where it began. And I ended up rolling, got with me and asked if I wanted to star in it too. Right. So Next thing you know, you're in front of a camera. Yeah, in front of a camera, wondering what you did with your life. Yeah. Now you're thinking, what's the last time I suggest a video idea? (laughs) Uh, You did great, and and I say all that, uh, all that background because uh, I encourage you know um, any anybody working with Kim Ray, like, hey, if you have a video idea, we're we're always uh, ready and available to to listen and and see if we can we can make a video to help you out. uh, and help customers do their do their jobs better. If we don't know your pain points or what you're struggling with or what you need, we'll never make content on it. So if you let us know, we can get it on the list. And right. I don't even, what was the turnaround time from like first request to when we filmed? It was probably about a month is yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. it's It wasn't very long. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the switch. Let's do a little dive here on this this product in particular um, for someone not familiar with the product, uh, Kyle, <laughs> throw this one at you. Uh, how would you describe it and what it does? So it operates, it's a pneumatic level switch, operates with a liquid dump valve, typically a high pressure control valve. Um, but when liquid level rises and gets to the level of the switch, the float will rise. That actuates a shuttle, which allows supply gas to go through the switch and to a dump valve uh, to open the dump valve to lower lower the liquid level. Um, kind of how it differs from a level controller is a level controller is going to control a span of liquid. Uh, the level switch is like on-off, like a light switch, right? It's, it's either sending that signal or it's venting that signal. It does not vary in pressure. It's on or off. And so the span of liquid that it controls is very small. 
Uh, typically, you'll see these used in applications like a high-level or low-level shutdown. So now that's that's the where I understood them to be used most was as um, shutdowns. And and so, but but Brady, your your uh, recent interactions, um, you've you've got companies using them just as instead of the level controller. Is that right? Yeah, and and. The reason behind that is the size of the separator was really small. Mm-hmm. They're they're just dumping the top level. There's not multiple levels that they're trying to do here or separate. It's just a top level. And the big thing was is um, our competitor uses a lot more air, and they didn't have much air at the site. Mm. So it consumed a lot less air to run than the competitor did. And they switched it out. They're just getting top level and using less air, and it, it it worked for them. Now, when you say air, is it is it compressed air they're using? Com- compressed air, yeah, or the gas that they're producing there. Yeah. So it just depends on the site, but there are some with compressed air. There's some that are using the, the gas off the wellhead. Hmm. It's very interesting because I had never heard that before until I was talking to them about it, and the competitor is using less supply more they're using more they're using more i'm yeah. sorry i said yeah, that backwards yeah yeah no that, that, that makes some sense um i that's something we haven't talked about a ton we we've talked about um back pressure regulators and prs as uh the option to do and we've had to do even some product adjustments a little bit to make those accept outside supply but we haven't talked really a lot about level controllers or level switches which I think they're that's, using gas. You can put right. I think that's just because it's an easy conversion. There's no change you have to do to the product itself. You just have to bring air to it, mm-hmm. and then it operates, you know, as it normally does. Yeah. Uh, there's no internal changes to, well, to the product. That's great. Just on on out on this uh, kind of emissions topic. That's uh, one of the things I was talking to uh, Spangler about the other day was companies are nervous about the time investment and how complicated it's going to be to switch over to outside supply. But for, for this product anyway, it's it's very easy and, yeah. and less time consuming than you might think. They also love the fact that you can go up and test it to make sure it's working every once in a while. That that, that uh, safety switch or that override switch that has on the top, they go by and push it. It shows that it's working and they go on. Mm-hmm. They don't have to mess with it anymore. Yeah, and that's especially... Uh, that's good in applications where they're using it as a safety, some kind of safety shutdown, high or low liquid level, because it's normally not in that upset condition. So it's never actuating. You don't want it to ever actuate, but yeah. if it does, you want to make sure that it is functioning correctly to go into that, mm-hmm. that safety state. So I, I assume that's something we're encouraging operators to do regularly as they're, as they're walking around. Hey, just squeeze that top that top button, that mm-hmm. manual button to make sure it's, it moves. Right. Yeah. Make sure that it is functioning correctly. Well, any, um, I don't know, as you guys have, have taught classes and, and, uh, worked on these level switches, any tricks, anything to be aware of, uh, in addition to that manual, uh, button? Um, switching it from direct to indirect, depending on the fail position of the valve that it's operating with. Uh, will determine if you need to be direct or indirect or, you know, high liquid level shutdown versus low liquid level shutdown. You can reverse the um, action of the liquid level switch just by turning the pilot body 180 degrees. There's two bolts 
you just take those bolts out, rotate it 180 degrees, and then reinstall this, the bolts. And that will change the action um, of the level switch. Um, so if you're, you know, maybe you're going from a high liquid level shutdown to a low liquid level shutdown and you need that action to be reversed, um, that's how you swap that. Now, if you do have this in a low level shutdown application and you still want the functionality of the manual override, um, you have to have that installed upside down where the manual override is facing down. So that way under normal conditions when there's the liquid level is above that switch, you can still use the manual override to force that float down to simulate that upset condition. We had, we had to talk through that very slowly. Anytime indirect and direct get started, I, my eyes glaze over. I'm like, say it very slowly for me. <laughs> yeah. it, it can get a little confusing. Um, most of the time when people are talking about direct, indirect, we're talking about pilots. Uh, and then you kind of change that to, oh, now we're talking about liquid level. And, and turn it upside down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really need you really need a visual uh, with this. Speaking of Brady, you sent over a couple photos. Is there anything you want to mention specifically about these? Okay, so with these, this is the the application uh, with the smaller diameter vessel. Looks like a yep. is that a twelve inch or an eighteen inch vessel? I think it's eighteen. Is that poly hose they're using, or is that a flex tubing that they're using? With a produce it's like what flex. determines? whether they use a stainless tubing or if they just use flex, is it how short of a run it is or is it just an ease of installation thing? It's it, with well, these guys, it's just ease of installation because they're, it was available and they had it and used it. Okay. Um, I, I would recommend uh, the stainless tubing just because it's going to hold up and last a little longer. Yeah. Under longer runs. I mean, this is a fairly short run, a couple feet. But under longer runs, you'll avoid droops in the line where, you know, yep. condensation, condensation will, will build up and, and prevent that pneumatic signal from, from traveling. Very good. Well, any other, um, I don't know, common questions you get when you're doing classes or um, troubleshooting tips, anything like that you, you could think of? Check the filter on the CUA because that gas could be coming off and not clean or have condensation in it and it can get clumped up there and then you go and it's not working and it, all it is is just clogged up there. So those filters, you can always check those filters, pop that cap off, check those filters, make sure that's clean. Yep. Mm. Yep. There's um, another question that I've gotten before on these um, is, you know, this one's rated for 2,000 pounds. Uh, we make another version of this that's rated for higher but it doesn't have a manual override. So the manual override and the threads on that manual override are what, you know, 2000 is as high as we can rate it. Uh, we make one without the manual override and it's rated for, I believe, 6,000 or it may be 4,000. I'd have to check on that. But just without that manual override, there's not another leak path so we can rate it for higher pressures. So if you're not needing that manual override or if you have an application with higher than 2000 PSI, there is an option for a level switch in that. Very good. All right, Brady, well, uh, what's something that, uh, you're getting ready to make your, your acting debut. What's something that surprised you about the, maybe the video process? The process, uh, with Denny and Kyle is 
they make it so comfortable that you don't know you're in front of a camera. <laughs> that's, that's what amazed me because I was thinking spotlights on, I'm going to start sweating and have to worry about that. But with those two guys, it's just like having two friends there talking. Very nice. So it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, during during this process, I uh, I got to take over Curtis's job really and what he he normally does because this was my first time to be there in the studio but behind the camera so it was a new perspective for me as well because I you know I was running the teleprompter and I was there doing script edits and uh so I it was a it was a new experience for me as well delegation man it's it's key so I've got some notes for you by the way (laughs) later on the on the teleprompter okay skill um (laughs) Very good. Well, well, Brady, thanks again for joining us. And I love that sales pitch to, uh, again, to any Kim Ray rep or, I don't know, distributor, customer, whoever you are. We'll, we'll, we're open. We'll do a video with you. Come on. It's easy. Denny and Kyle <laughs> make you very comfortable. Um, yep. So seriously, give, it, give us a shout. Shoot us an email, podcast at KimRay.com, and we'd love to, uh, we'd love to connect to you. Uh, this podcast has been helpful to you. Do us a favor by rating and reviewing it in Apple, your favorite podcast platform. And that will help others find it as well. We appreciate you listening and we will catch you next time on Stuff About Energy Production.